everybody else in the cool domain. This is Colin. I'm Sean. I'm Travis. And I'm Buggy. All right, this is episode 42. It's October 1st. It is October 2nd, 2016, <laughs> that we're recording this. Let me fix that. Um, happy fall. It's I, 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 um, I want Greg to say hey real quick. Hi. You there? Hey! hey. All right. Okay, okay. Continue. so Greg is in the background. <laughs> we might get some of him. Uh, I've decided... Oh, okay, well, let's start this uh, our first... Our first podcast of the fall off the right way by thanking Mr. Skeletal on the count of three. Uh, one, two, three. Thanks, Mr. Skeletal. Thank you, Mr. Skeletal. It's important. You got you to do that. Uh, I've got a marshmallow pumpkin latte candle I'm burning. I'm, just really getting into the, I'm wearing a wool sweater and wool socks. I'm getting into the season. Uh, Sounds like Kyle is turning into a basic bitch. I found it. <laughs> this is the raw with that. He's my favorite basic bitch. Thanks. I found an ugly sweater. I think it was on Amazon. I don't know. I have to buy it, but it's a rotary ugly sweater. It's really awesome. Christmas style. Yeah. Buy it's it. Beautiful. I want to. I think I am. You should as like a Christmas present to yourself. Get it early though, so you can wear it on Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah. Brett, 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 Brett. Um. Okay. So we got a lot of stuff we're talking about today. We actually have notes. Oh, okay. I'm going to tell you about a dream I had. That's how we're going to kick this off. <laughs> I, had a, I had a dream. This is uh, two or three nights ago. I had, I think I was, I think because I didn't have any notes for this podcast yet at that time, I was worried. I, I don't know. I guess my brain was worried about it. And um, I had a dream that we uh, were scheduled to do a panel. Like we were going to do a live podcast at some convention, right? And um, we start setting up on stage. And I'm freaking out. I'm looking at, like, I've got a notes app on my phone that I use to, like, cap, like save articles and things. And I was looking at it, and I have I was like, I don't have any fucking notes. Do you guys have any notes? We don't have any notes. No one has any notes. We're about to do this live. And we're looking at a thing, and uh, it said there was going to be, like, 20 people attending. And we were like, really? That's – I'm amazed 20 people are who listen to us <laughs> are in this same place. Uh, so, anyway, we're looking up, and then the room is filling with people, like 500 people. I'm like, why are all these people here? And a lot of them are, like, younger than 14. It's like a bunch of kids, because apparently we're at some kind of a toy convention. And there's a huge panel, like, Skylanders or something after us, and everyone's just getting into the room early. And so by doing that, they're going to watch our panel. Who would not be age-appropriate. Yeah, no, and I'm freaking out because we don't have any notes, and I can't get the sound system to work. I'm like, I just want to turn on some music. Like, so something's playing in the background and we're trying to figure this out and I can't find anything to, like, plug my phone into. And then, um, and then people start getting on the stage and I have to be like, all right, if you're not part of the panel, get off the stage. And there's a point near the end of the dream where I start getting so exhausted. I just sit down and you guys are trying to, like, figure out the sound stuff. And, like, some kid walks on stage and I just, like, tap him in the leg and he turns around and looks at me and I'm like, hey, I don't fucking know you. So get the hell off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> just like being mean to people it's such a weird dream uh so if we ever do a live panel let's make sure our sound shit's figured out that sounds <laughs> hilarious to me i don't know notes. it does sound like, like something though, that would happen <laughs> it's exactly we wouldn't have any notes we'd be like all right it's a big day we got nothing <laughs> let me pull up kataka on my phone real quick <laughs> <laughs> that's like what we were doing and i had a mic and i was like hey um i know most of you guys aren't here to see us you probably don't know who we are we um 
we talk about video games. So if you like those. If um, you're younger than like 14, you might want to leave. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a very weird dream. I woke up stressed out. You just came <laughs> online, Colin. I know you guys did too. <laughs> awesome it's because we thanked Mr. Skeletal maybe he fixed Skype for you good bones and calcium for all that's right I uh, I pre-ordered Battlefield 1 yesterday on Green Man Gaming it was like 46 bucks hmm, what comes with that, that? Uh, that's just the Battlefield. standard edition. Uh, there's... Battlefield 1. Yeah. It's just, yep, just Battlefield. <laughs> I don't know if it came anything for pre-ordering. Like, Can uh, you preload it or anything? Uh, I think for pre-ordering, you get the um, the Hellfighters pack, which comes with like a, a 1911, but it's like the Hellfighters version. So I think it's just a, it's just skins. And then like there's the... Um... Okay, so, the, so let, let's start off by talking about this. There's like three different versions. You can buy the standard, you can buy the deluxe, and then you can buy like the ultimate... Well, there's four, because then there's the, the collector's edition, which has the figure of the Harlem Hellfighter guy. Um, but I, I, that's irrelevant. I want to talk about the Ultimate Edition, which comes with the premium pass. Um, but the one that comes with the game plus premium is more expensive than buying the game and premium separately. Normally, it's the other way around. Like, you'll buy it at a discount. But if you buy the game and premium, premium's 50, the game's 60. So that's $110, right? But if you buy the ultimate edition of the game, that's like $130. Why? Well, is there other stuff with it, though? I tried I mean... to figure it out, and I can't find it. It's all just like cryptic language. None of it is specific. <clears throat> it's very vague, I imagine, intentionally. Um, because then you have like the digital deluxe version, which comes with like the first expansion map, I guess, if you don't have um, premium. Uh, you'll get that. Uh, if with that one and then you get the first something but basically no content's going to drop until the beginning of next year so i figure like just get the standard edition and then if the things look good you'll probably be able to get premium at, at at least like a ten dollar discount before the first dlc drops um the ultimate edition is the is essentially an upgrade of the deluxe edition which is uh twenty dollars more than the regular one yeah. So but, it's like you're it's like you're paying for premium on for the deluxe edition, not so, premium standard edition. So there's content in the deluxe edition that you it's can all, get if you have premium. It's all like skin stuff. Like it's nothing. But you don't think that's going to be available to people who buy premium separately? Probably not. That's dumb. That's like that's <laughs> the pass. Who, like the pass is everything. It's right? skin shit. I know, but I feel like if you get premium, like you should just get everything. It's like the season pass, and then when games like, what was that? Uh, the one that went free to play. You you're hunting the monsters. You can play as a monster, and then you're hunting. Well, the to, to me, to oh, me, the evolve. The premium pass yeah. is just gameplay content. It's yeah. not anything other than gameplay content. That's okay. that to me. That doesn't include skins or anything like that. Um, yeah. Anyway, to talk about that for a second. Uh, I'm not going to get premium right now because I'm going to wait until the first content's about to drop. I can almost guarantee you I'm going to get premium if I like the game. Um, I generally like all the Battlefield games, so I'd, oh, except for Hardline. So. <laughs> so if it's like Hardline, then no, I won't get premium, but I'm pretty sure I will. Uh, I don't mind the entry fee because the amount of content and the support that Battlefield 4 has had since its launch left a really good taste in my mouth, so... Um, I guess I'd do that again. That's weird sounding. 
Yeah. <laughs> Usually it's a bad taste. Leaving a good taste just sounds weird. What it what it tastes like, Colin? <laughs> EA's dick. <laughs> That's uh, normally not good. <laughs> well, basically, I mean, Battlefield 4, they fixed it, and then the content, they, they then after the premium stuff was done, then they put out a couple of just free maps. They're like, oh, yeah, well... We released everything, but we still want to keep making stuff, so here's a couple free things extra. And that was pretty neat. Like, I like that they did that, so I'm hoping that they follow that trend with Battlefield 1. Uh, like I said... Plus, I, like, every time I quit playing for, like, a month, I come back to, like, eight battle packs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I figure uh, I'm going to start with the Standard Edition. It was on sale on GMG, so uh, I got it. And then I think... Um, when pre- like when the first content, if it looks good, and if I enjoyed Battlefield One enough, then I'll get the premium later. I think that's the route I'm going to end up going with that. But I didn't, I didn't just get it all up front, uh, like I normally would for these things, because there's really no point in rushing it. But the whole thing, I didn't like. I don't like that they have the standard, the deluxe, and then the ultimate. I feel like, I don't know, that just doesn't seem worth it to me. But I mean, it's, hell, it's not my money, so, you know, if other people want to spend it, they can. I just think that's dumb. Hey, it's the way of AAA gaming nowadays. It really is. Uh, yeah, so that was this. Uh, did anyone else? Is anyone else getting Battlefield One at launch? I'll probably pick it up. I probably am. Yeah, I'll probably get it too. Cool. We'll all have to play together. The yep. um, other thing no. is, if you get the the deluxe or the ultimate edition of the game, you get access to the game like three days early or something. <laughs> um, I'm going to be out of town working that week, so it doesn't matter. So I. I it's like I don't need early access to it because I won't even be able to play it till the weekend. So, and I think that's most a lot of grown-ups won't be able to play it till the weekend. So. Yep, pretty much. Uh, I think it looks cool. Honestly, uh, I played maybe one round of the beta, like the first one. Maybe it was the alpha. Actually, it ran really well. It looked good um, from what I remember. So ways back, and then uh, I only did like the one round. It was late at night, and I was like, oh, I better try this because I'm leaving tomorrow. And then. Um, but the single-player campaign trailer uh, is actually... I know I'm, like, the only one who plays single-player and I mean, Battlefield's yet to have a good single-player campaign. I'll never sing its praises. This one looks good. Uh, it's probably going to be just as shitty as any of the others, but it looks okay. I've, I'm excited to play it, but I also am really looking forward to Infinite Warfare single-player um, because I like those. Uh Anyway, so that, that single-player campaign trailer was like, you know what, I want to get this. And then it looked really good, and I was like, I kind of want to upgrade my video card. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do that quite yet, though. I don't, I'm not ready to drop. Because I think when I do, I want to get the 1080. Yes. And that's going to be like 700 bucks because I want to get like the For the Win edition by EVGA. Because that's what I did with the 970, and it's been really solid so far. The good news is I can get the 1080 and then I can sell my 970 on eBay and probably get like at least 150, 200 bucks for it. So, um, long-term goals. That is my plan as well. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go big. I could get the 1070, which is supposed to be like it's that's still a great card, um, but I think I want to just jump in into the 1080. Uh, and then be like, I really want it for the VR thing. Yeah, and then that'll make it easier to upgrade to VR in the future, which I still intend to do. I guess I'm still waiting for more games to be, like, must-play. Uh, I'm not home enough to just shit in the Himalayas. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, anyway, so is anyone else excited for Battlefield 1, or you guys are just kind of like, ah, we'll just play it? 
I'm looking forward I'm, to it. I had a lot of fun in the beta. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, yeah, I, I'm s- strangely not like hyped, but I think I'm gonna like it a lot. And then they put out a 12 minute single player uh, trailer, just of gameplay, and it looked fun. I mean, just like the guy, I'm really like I'm, the weapons. That's one thing. Like Dice always nails their weapon sounds, uh, and just like they've got such a good sound studio. Um, well, the sound design in general, like bullets like whizzing past your head and like uh, ambient sound effects and everything, it's, it's really, really good. And but the sound of some of those old machine guns, like the chicka 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 chicka. Oh, yeah, I was watching that trailer, just listening to it and like watching because the guns are a little slower, you know. And I kind of like that. I like that the pacing, um, you know, isn't going to be as rapid as more modern shooters. And it's kind of cool that it, Infinite Warfare, and Titanfall Two are all coming out. But I don't feel like any of them are really competing with each other because they all seem like very different games, um, and that's—I mean—I think that's pretty exciting. Is anyone getting Titanfall Two? I'm more likely to get Titanfall Two than Infinite Warfare. That's about as far as I'm willing to go on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Titanfall Two, I will probably get uh, to play um, both the multiplayer and the single player campaign. Looks fun. Uh, Infinite Warfare, I really just want the Call of Duty 4 remaster, so I'm going to use vague language and say I'm probably not going to get Infinite Warfare. I'm probably going to play Infinite Warfare. Uh, I'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to Gamefly it or Redbox it. That's Jeez. That's why. I, I don't know. I, I'll wait to see how it does on launch. Titanfall 1 was a lot of fun. I want to play the single player because the single player campaign looks pretty cool, but at the same time, it'll probably go on sale eventually if that's all I really care about. Probably quick, too. I mean, because the holidays. I mean, I just think that all these things are going to. I mean, that's just how games are. If you're willing to wait a couple of months, you can get it for a bit cheaper. Green Man Gaming's always got pretty good deals, though. That's why I like it. Unless it's Call of Duty. Call of Duty won't go on sale for more than like 20% off for forever. But a lot of like I think you find it for that, uh, even for a pre-order for twenty off. Well, Call of Duty is like a different animal. There, I mean, you might be able to find that. I wonder what it's going for in GMG. Yeah, because that's what I, that's where I went for. Because GMG had a cheaper price for Battlefield One than GTA. <clears throat> so it's twelve percent off on GMG right now. Oh, okay, yeah, it's not going to go the full twenty then. Um. So, how about those Destiny Two rumors? Yeah. So uh, apparently there was a leak uh, or a, a semi a, a pseudo leak on um, uh, what NeoGaf, and there was a guy saying he knows someone close to development. The game's going to be a PC. It's going to be a proper sequel. Um, there, uh, your character may not won't carry over. Uh, a lot of these rumors, and then pretty much immediately after that, Kotaku was like, uh, yeah, this is kind of sort of confirmed with our sources. We just were waiting to write up on it. And so it kind of adds a lot of credence to what the Benny A. from NeoGAF wrote. Um, it's, I mean, it seems interesting. and it, the, I mean, I think coming to PC is great. That's good. I think the proper sequel is going to be nice because it's not going to be... Uh, they're not going to be hindered by having to do it for PS3 and Xbox 360 like they oh, did with the. They already ones. abandoned. They already abandoned that for the new DLC that came out. Yeah, which one is that? The one that just came out. Uh, Rise of Iron. Rise of Iron. Have you played that? Have you so, played any of the, the like Taken King or any of that? I played Taken King. I 
haven't felt any real need to get the new one though. Like I don't play it enough, and I feel like I barely got my money's worth out of the game and its expansions to begin with. So I'm gonna wait till I can get it on sale or something. I guess I never felt burned by it because I think you, uh, me, and your friend, we, I mean, we put a lot of hours into it. And I feel like I had a substantial amount of fun, uh, basically like time and fun for my money. I think I felt like the ratio was okay, uh, but I didn't get any of the expansions. I just had. Well, my, my main, my main problem is I don't know enough people that I would, I would want to do like the raids in it, but I don't know enough people to really get into that, that like Dan and Sonya play, but every time, I've played with them. They're already pretty much got their own thing going. So, so you, yeah, because you own two copies of it. You own the PS4 and the Xbox One versions, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I got on Xbox because no one I knew was playing on PlayStation anymore. Yeah, because I kind of. And I played with. I played with them a bit, and it always just felt like either they were carrying me through stuff, or they were doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. So, I own it too. Oh yeah, yeah. You played with it, <laughs> yeah, because we had the kicking that ball around thing, and then so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think it coming to PC is a good call. It opens up the market for them. Um, I don't think anyone's surprised. I'm kind of surprised the last one didn't eventually come to PC, but that's okay. Um, it seems like it's got new leadership. The um, they're going to overhaul it. Basically, I think they're going to try and deliver on what Destiny 1 originally had uh, promised is what it's what it's looking like. Um, so, well, I mean, the gameplay mechanics are solid. That's the, the best part about the game was it felt good to play. There yeah. just wasn't a whole lot of it to play at launch. Pretty. Uh, Sean, do you have anything to say about Destiny 2 rumors? Were you here for that part? That's a start, yeah. Okay, so if there's a weird jump, uh, anyone listening, that's because Sean got dropped from the call and we had to re he had to restart. My power went out. But he's back. Fucking power. It's not even storming. I heard a loud boom, the power went out. I think somebody ran into the bowl. That that tra- is that same like pull that transformers on that just like explodes randomly. The one that explodes all the time, yeah, <laughs> it came from that direction. <laughs> Travis knows, man. That thing just like it explodes all the time <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> and it's sunny out; like it's a beautiful day. As yeah. I think yeah. normally it's out for like an hour, but today I think somebody just ran into it. <laughs> we were sitting there one day watching TV or something. It's nice, normal Sunday, I think. Sun's out and bright, and all of a sudden, pow! And the lights go out. And we're like, "What the?" Yeah, <laughs> no, it, it, it just explodes randomly. It's just trying to uninstall itself. I don't know. They need to just replace it. It's like literally, that, that thing explodes all the time. <laughs> uh, um, have any of you guys watched Mister Robot? No, I, I need to. I haven't watched yet. season two yet. Oh man, it's good. So season two has got a slow start. Um, it's good, like it's it's never bad, but it takes a bit to get its pacing. But by the time you get to like episode five or six, it gets to that point where season one kind of did the same thing, where you just get hooked and you're like, "Holy shit, I have to this is this is going nuts." Um, and so it's good, and then it ends, and you're like, "Fuck, really? That's the season finale?" Not like in a bad way. You're just like, "Ah, I, mm. cliffhanger." Yeah, definitely. Uh, if they didn't do a season three, it'd be very um, frustrating. Pissed. Yeah. But season two is great. Uh, I love season one. If any of you have Amazon Prime, you can watch all of season one on there. 
Anyway, I want to... Which we can segue into Twitch Prime. <laughs> Twitch Prime, perfect. Yes. So, uh, do you want to take on that one, Travis? Yes. Uh, let me find my notes on that. Um, earlier this week, uh, I guess like two days ago, Amazon announced that they anyone who gets... Well, first they announced that there's a they're getting rid of what was it, Twitch Turbo, and it's being replaced with Twitch Prime because Amazon owns Twitch. And the idea is if you have Amazon Prime, you now get Twitch Prime, which gives you like ad-free streaming. Um, and they're also doing kind of like a PlayStation Plus, Xbox Gold type thing where you get free games and DLC every month. I'm extraordinarily underwhelmed by what they gave out this month, which was just like some Hearthstone, Smite, and some other game skins. I can't remember what it was off the top of my head. And then they gave out a game called Streamline, which is, I think, one of the first games that's like fully Twitch integrated. And um, I had no interest in playing that game. I added it to my account, which, by the way, this game, if you want to play it for free, you have to download the Twitch launcher, so you'll need another game launcher to play it. <laughs> I don't want to do that. But, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's basically just a great deal all around if you already had prime i think if you didn't have prime and you were a twitch turbo subscriber this is slightly more expensive but i mean i feel like you get so much more out of it than just twitch now or uh, shipping man two-day shipping oh yeah you also get a free uh channel subscription every 30 days so you can subscribe to someone for free so what happens when you're subscribed to someone on Twitch? Because I, I like I've, I go on Twitch, but I don't really um, watch. People. They, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I've never subscribed to anyone on Twitch. But from what I'm getting is, um, like, uh, if people have like archived streams. I don't think you can view those most of the time unless you're a subscriber. And then also you get like um, less chat restrictions. Like I think Twitch has like a. Well, some people you can set your channel to where the chat is sub only. Okay, that, and then some of them, like, the chat, you can only, like, uh, chat, like, so many entries over a certain amount of time, right? Like, you can't just, like, keep typing things. Want to, like, cut you off as, like, a spam filter? Uh, I mean, that'd be a good idea if they don't do that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and, like, I guess there's, like, custom emotes you can get and, like, chat colors and stuff that... It's like meh. I, I guess one of the things that's really just like if you want to support like a specific. That's pretty much what it Twitch is. It's supporting somebody you like. Yeah. I mean, it's really Which convenient I mean, for people who already like myself who already have Prime. It's like oh cool, even more perks. <clears throat> you know. I guess that's the way. Yeah. I it. Well, and the other, I mean, if you think about the subscription thing, it's like it, it would normally be what like five dollars a month, I think. And yeah. so, over the course of a year, that's like $60. Amazon Prime subscription is only $100. So, um, as a streamer, what do you know what, like, the, the perks of this uh, that... The... They get money. Uh, there's a couple of things with Turbo. You get to oh, you save... Yeah. yeah, yeah, you get to save as many... Uh, whenever you stream on Twitch, it'll automatically save your, your stream. Mm-hmm. But it, for free... It'll only save like your streams over, yeah, for two weeks, and then it'll start deleting your backlog. When you're on Turbo, you can save an infinite number of them as long as you're subscribed. <clears throat> um, so also, it, we just kind of have that now 
by default, right? Once you once you link your accounts. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Um, which makes it a lot easier to go in and use their highlighting software, which is pretty intuitive to use, actually. So if you don't feel like recording things and then editing your video with, you know, say, uh, Adobe Premiere or something, mm-hmm. it has its own video editing software right in there where you can cut out a highlight, splice it together, and upload it straight to your YouTube account. Nice. Um, so yeah, it... If you're a streamer, it does that. It allows you to uh, make other people moderators in your chat on your channel. Um, You can have a certain number of custom stickers and emoji type things. It's stupid, but that's people like it. So, yeah, there's there's a few things like that. Yeah, so I mean, overall, it just sounds like a, a really good thing. It's just it's just more stuff to go with it, especially if you're a streamer. I mean, I imagine if you're if you weren't big on streaming, it's not um, so much. Anyway, I, don't, I don't know. I think it's a good thing. I, I can't see any bad uh, coming from this. So you know, like I said, I, I think the only case would be like the small niche case where someone was just like, I don't use Amazon, but I was paying slightly less for Twitch Turbo than Amazon Prime is. Plus, you're also, it's, it'd be like paying for a year of Twitch Turbo up front instead of doing a monthly thing now. Well, the, the price comparison I saw, I'm not sure how the yearly rates were, because you can do Amazon Prime monthly. They were saying like Amazon Prime monthly oh, is, ten, is $10, whereas Twitch Turbo was uh, or no, was Amazon Prime is $12, Twitch Turbo was $10. Yeah, I didn't know that you could do Amazon Prime monthly. <laughs> I thought you just had to buy in for a year. It, that's how it used to be. I think they added the monthly option recently. I mean, it's not a bad idea. Um, I've always liked Amazon Prime. I didn't like when the price went up. I was able to use a student. Actually, Travis, when you do it, you because uh, you're a student right now, you can get a student discount on it. Not only do I uh, realize that uh, recently, I, my subscription had just re-upped at the uh, full price. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, I need to use my student discount. So a month had gone by, so I, they basically... What happened was normally they would refund you mm-hmm. the half off. So like if you had paid for a year and you're like, oh, wait, I'm a student, they'd be like, oh, $100, we'll give you half that back because that's the student price. Well, what's actually going on right now is they're doing a um, Sprint is paying or is like sponsoring like a six-month free trial. So instead what they did was they just completely refunded my subscription at like a prorated amount. So like they refunded like $85 or something like that. Yeah. And then I you get that Amazon. I get I get the next six months for free, and then when it resubscribes, it's going to resubscribe at the student discount rate. That worked out pretty well, then. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's cool that they um kind of honored that and everything. Yeah. Um. Okay, moving on from that. Uh, Quantum Break is on Steam now. Uh, apparently, it's doing all right. Like from the based on the Steam reviews. Nice. I might get it at some point. Yeah, and it came out, I think it was like 40 when it came out. Yeah, they, well, the price dropped on Windows as well, I believe. Yeah, I got mine for 40 when I did get it, because people who got the double keys were selling them on eBay. G2A? Uh, oh, yeah, eBay. Yeah, eBay, yeah. Um, very positive is what it's sitting at right now. Out of 767 reviews, Quantum Break is a unique mix of time manipulation, third-person shooter game, and live-action show. 
and then it's, uh, they link to their YouTube video. It's like playing your favorite Netflix series as a game. Simply amazing. Graphics, voice acting, <laughs> gameplay, all of it. And they have four hours on record. Let's look at some negative ones. Good game, but it has an episode-only F streaming. I'll change the review when it gets the option to download the episodes. Well, That's... what? <laughs> I think it means you have to, yeah, you have to stream the yeah, episodes the, for the thing. The... Uh, yeah, like the end games cinematics are all streamed instead of downloaded. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. <clears throat> yeah, the thing I'm curious about that is what if 10 years from now someone has this game uh, and like it's no longer will just no longer be supported and they won't be able to stream those episodes? Uh, you know? Take that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe then they'll release it where you can just download them um, or something. I feel, I feel like you could download them. Uh, maybe that was only on the console one. I'm not sure. Anyway, but yeah, apparently it's doing it's it's having a much better launch than it did on the Windows Store, where it was kind of met with a lot of criticism. And uh, I think I talked about it around that time in an episode because I picked it up. I still have not touched it again. I, I forget I have it. Uh, it's one of those games I want to beat because I I own it. Yeah, I don't know. I'll get around to it eventually. Uh, uh, I just remember hearing bad bugs and stuff like it's just super buggy yeah it was that and it was the the performance was garbage uh because the way that it did upscaling and everything instead of just a native resolution was just very weird um it's just not good uh and maybe they fixed that i need to launch it and have a look i i have not played it in forever maybe i'll do that uh later today um space hall oh is someone gonna say something no I wasn't. Uh, Space Hulk Deathwing <laughs> had a new trailer. Yeah, that looks awesome. And these are the ones who did that I Cyber Supremacy or whatever game. Cyber Which I game. own, apparently. So do I. I bought it when it was a dollar. I have not played it yet. I it has multiplayer. Played it for, I played it for like five minutes and was like, this is a pile of garbage. And my friends all agreed. Do you have it installed, Bucky? Uh, no, but I think it's only like a couple hundred megs. We could try to uh, co-op some, or is it like a competitive multiplayer? Or I think it's co-op. I, it's if I remember correctly, it's co-op. But if I also remember, I don't think it was fun. Like, <laughs> like well, I remember I didn't play it much, but I had some friends who played it quite a bit, and they all hated it. Yeah, it's says... with, well, with the exception of the one friend who was like guilting them into playing it. <laughs> it says there's co-op on the Steam page. I have 12 friends who own it. Yeah, I've got a lot of people who own it, too. Um, I don't know. It could be fun to try out. Oh, wow. It's actually five gigs. Huh. Yeah, I'll I'll download it. That that was going to be part of my, my Steam Rolled series. Okay. So I'll, it'll be more fun with friends. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Like, I mean, even if it's a bad game, it could be fun to play it going into it, looking at it as a bad game. Instead of being like, oh, this is going to be great. Just be like, oh, let's see how bad this is and it could be funny maybe. Like to just fuck around, you know? I'm watching this video on the Steam store page and it moves fast. Like I don't know what the fuck is happening. He's dragging this ball. I don't know if there's a multiplayer match. He's like turning invisible. He's like running a thousand miles an hour and then jumping into the air. It looks like it's in the source engine. Um, I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> we we can figure it out. But back to Deathwing. 
Oh yeah, Deathwing. Yeah. So those. That's what we were talking weapons. about. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah. So then the trailer just showed off weapons and just some more gameplay of them fighting the Tyranids. Uh, it looks very Left for Dead. Gene Stealers, not the Tyranids. Oh yeah, fighting Gene, the Gene Stealers. Like the same fucking thing though. Uh, the Tyranids look like Zerg. Gene Stealers look like little goblins. Tomato, tomato. Zerglings, Zerglings, gob Zergs, Turkey Snatchers. <clears throat> I think it looks fun. Um, as far as you know, those four-person co-op horde shooters go. I think that one interests me more than any of the other ones I've seen in a while. Yeah, I'm a sucker for 40k. So same. I, st- I still like the um. Vermintide, though, standard Warhammer one. That one was a lot of fun. Uh, do you have that? Have you actually played yeah. it? Yeah. Because I was watching a bunch of videos on it, and streamers that I like watching loved it. Um, yeah. Me and Dean played it a bit. I had another friend who was telling me I needed to play it. He said it was really fun, and it was on sale, and I didn't buy it. <laughs> so maybe when it's like cheap, cheap. I just like the style of that. Like, I kind of like the medieval setting. So, because you fantasy. have like a persistent character that you're leveling up and getting items for, right? That carries over yeah. between matches. You, yeah, you get like items and uh, things like that. So, oh, and you get like neat. you get like different. Um, you, you get, get like gear. A, yeah, you get like a. You can use like different guns or things. Like, I was playing the witch hunter, so I had like a sword and a pistol, but I could like later get like instead of a pistol use a crossbow or something like that the art direction kind of reminds me of um bloodborne yeah it's it's got that kind of victorian setting yeah Yeah. well i mean yeah they're they're both kind of pulling from the same source material yeah um yeah it's right now on steam 30 dollars. i wonder if like g2a's got it for cheap or something i'm gonna give that a look that might be something i mean i might hop I, i mean i'd be I, I have it installed. I'd be down to play anytime. Let me uh, do a quick little searchy search. Um, so that was Space Hulk Deathwing. Is there anything that stood out to anyone in that trailer? Oh, yeah. I think I mentioned this earlier. I thought it was hilarious. Like The, the trailer was demonstrating like the main guns in the game. And, like It went through like all the guns. Like the... Was it the Storm Bolter? The, I came with the other bolt will go on this like a shotgun version of it and then like all the, and then it gets to the plasma cannon which is supposed to be like it's big like aoe gun and like the guy fires the first shot and it hits like a group of like two enemies in the distance and i'm like okay that looked kind of cool and gory i want to see this close up the rest of the time the guy's using the gun i think he maybe hits one enemy after that like, every time he fires it the enemy that's like right in front of his fire at leaps over the um, projectile, and I'm just like, you son of a bitch. But, uh, because it's like a really, or fairly slow-moving projectile, so you really have to be able to, like, lead your enemies or predict them, and there's, you said they're gene stealers, Bucky? Yeah, they're gene stealers. They do not seem predictable enough for that to be (laughs) very useful. So, um, G2A's got it for, like, 13, like, a little less than $14. Do you think it's worth that? I liked it. I'd like to play some more. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm down to pick it up. It's funny, I tried to send Bucky a link uh, to where he could buy it, and Steam blocked the link. <laughs> yeah, it just comes up as link removed. <laughs> That's funny. They're like, don't buy from G2A. Way, way to be censors Facebook. 
Oh, actually, if anybody is curious and wants to play with us, we could post the link up on the uh, Cool Domain podcast site. Yeah, to the G2A. Let me see if GMG, because it's a little more legit, has it. Um, but while I'm looking that up, <clears throat> let's move on uh, to... How the like new Hitman there? episode. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, no, yes. can go straight down the list, but I figure you... Uh, you did you play Hyper Light Drifter, Bucky? No, it's in my wish list. I really want to play it, though. It looks like something that would be right up my alley. Yeah, they just added uh, a new... Pa- okay, so the issue I have is I've got the GOG version of the game. Um, GOG has not released this patch yet. This is only for the Steam version uh, but because it's a beta patch. Uh, Hyperlight Drifter added 60 frames per second, uh, boss rush, and an easy mode. Um, it's a fun game. It is tough. I'm not very good at games that are like that. So the fact that there's an easy mode makes me want to return to it and play it at 60 frames a second would be nice. Uh, the pixel art's gorgeous. The story is kind of something you piece together. Uh, about six months ago when the game came out, they had said that they couldn't do that, that they could do 60 frames, which would just take a lot of work, but the community really wanted it. And they uh, apparently they, they, like, they put out a thing with this patch and they were like, it's, it was worth it. Like, we're glad we did the 60 frames and, um, you know, hope you guys enjoy it. And so it's, uh, I'm excited to try it out, to play it that way. And then with the easy mode, I think it could be uh, a lot of fun. I just, I, I gotta wait till GOG drops a patch. Yeah, I love the art style. The art style, the the direction that the story goes, and also um, the music was really interesting from all the trailers that I had seen. Uh, it it's what like pretty much a top down isometric action game for the most part. Yeah, yeah. So it it reminded me a lot of. Um, Bastion and uh, what was the other one? Transistor. Yeah, very similar to that, I think. So I, I absolutely adored both of those, and you guys know me and how much I love the Souls games. So this is one that I've been looking to pick up for a while, and this might be adding the sixty frames per second and stuff might be uh might be enough to push me over and actually buy it. Yeah, I'm. Um, I, 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 like I said, I'm just waiting for them to drop that patch, and then I'm definitely going to uh, to try it out. Um, we've got a new Hitman episode. I still haven't played the Bangkok one, which came out last month. Uh, I started it. I just kind of fucked around, but I just didn't have time. Um, the new episode has you in Colorado. You're fighting like a U.S. home terrorist militia outpost thing you got to go in there and assassinate some people uh looks good i haven't watched the trailer for it i haven't played it yet i might try that i mean i don't know i got no time these days but i eventually will play it and then i'll talk about it um wasteland 3 was announced features co-op and vehicles they have announced they're going to do a kickstarter for wasteland 3 kind of like they did for wasteland 2 i was a big fan of wasteland 2 i think i did i gift you a copy of that bucky yeah, yeah, I just haven't had a chance to play it yet. It's it's pretty fun. It is kind of a time sink, so it, it does. It's not like a short game by any means. Uh, I think co-op could be really cool. Apparently, you uh, with the co-op, they're making it a persistent world f- for you and your co-op partner, so you don't have, both have to be on at the same time. Uh, I could hop in, do a couple missions, then you could hop in and do a couple missions too. 
apparently basically you're the last survivor of the uh, of one of the ranger groups that was out in this area in Colorado and uh, people out there have not heard of the rangers which is kind of the, the main group in Wasteland 2 so you kind of have to reestablish build a base um, and things like that and get resources not necessarily resources but more like uh, personnel and things like that so I think it could be potentially a lot of fun co-op uh, it seems like you can because a lot of decisions you make have an impact on the overall world and story, like uh, which town's going to get blown up, who you know, and so multiple playthroughs of Wasteland Two can be relatively different experiences. And I think this one, basically, what they were kind of joking about is that you guys can both work toward your common goals, or when your friends offline, you can hop in, screw things up. Um, it's not a very good friend, if you ask me. <laughs> um, they said they were kind of tired of the drab uh, desert style uh, post-apocalyptic world. So this is going to be very snowy, very green, uh, kind of mountainous because it'll be more in that that region of like a nuclear winter in uh, Colorado, which I think could be really really cool and I think just a refreshing um, change of scenery for a game that's kind of in this setting. Uh, does anyone else play Wasteland Two? It was just me. Negative. Nope. All right. Well, I'm excited about it. <laughs> yeah, it looks super neat. Um, between that and there's also uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 <clears throat> that just got released, I think, two or three weeks ago. Um, Divinity Original Sin is the same kind of, you know, the, the, the top-down RPG. Uh, but it also has co-op multiplayer. So... Between those two, they they both look like really good options for people who are looking for a top-down CRPG that you can play with your friends. Yeah, I um, Divinity did re- uh, really well the first one, right? Yeah, it was really cool. I enjoyed it a lot. Well, the first one is really like the fourth one. <laughs> yeah, Original Sin. So Original Sin did really well. Because there's also Divinity, Divine Divinity, and D- Divine Divinity 2, and also one where you're a dragon person. <laughs> yeah, so, there's, there's Beyond Divinity, there's Divine Divinity, Beyond Divinity, Divinity 2, and then there's Divinity Dragon Commander. Yeah, something like that. I say, own all of them. When you say dragon person, it makes me think of bird person from like Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah. Well, they put out a colored version of that um well it's some guy who's doing a his a custom animation of it mm-hmm. and i kept seeing it on youtube he was live streaming him making it so you would go in there and it's just him playing with editing software <laughs> i'm like really this is live streaming now <laughs> I, mean, just, uh, I mean i guess some people can learn from it you know yeah hey some people live stream themselves making costumes now, so it's it, you just stream anything, stream it all, stream it all, baby, baby, stream it all. I should just stream me doing uh, my homework and stuff like that. Buddy of mine was streaming the other night, and he passed out drunk for three hours, and he was snoring until Twitch shut his channel down. <laughs> uh, good guy, Twitch. Did they just turn his stream off, or? No, they killed his channel for 24 hours. Oh. Because <laughs> they're like, you're just sleeping? I think it's the only way that they can do it. 
I don't think they can just turn the stream off because he's still like broadcasting. So that, all they can do is like ban the channel. Hmm. Well, I just it was up... pretty funny though because his head was back and like his headset was like strangling him, and he was just sitting there <laughs> just fucking snoring for like three hours. And he had, and he got more viewers, and people were just sitting there like watching him sleep and stuff. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> donated a dollar to him. Like, <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was great. That's very nice of them. What game was he playing? Well, he was playing iRacing, but not. And like he, he had some like homemade beers that somebody gave him, and they just fucked them up. <laughs> oh, man. Like eighteen percent alcohol. Well, it's funny because an hour because he drinks a lot when he streams, and like an hour before he passed out, he's like, he's like. I'm buzzed. I'm not Saturday night drunk, but I'm buzzed. And an hour later, he's just fucking passed out, <laughs> head back, snoring. It was, <laughs> it was funny. That's funny. I um, so I just bought a copy of Vermintide. 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 Vermouth. You'll get to kill a lot of rats. Uh. That sounds fun. Man, I saw yeah. a video of, um, it was a snake trying to drag off a, uh, a baby rat, and then the mom rat just starts just beating the snot out of the snake. The snake's trying to run away. The, then the mom rat eventually, like, grabbed the snake, started shaking it, it slithered away, and then she came back and, like, picks up her baby and runs off into the woods. It's pretty cool. That's my, that's my story. <laughs> <laughs> and on that anecdote... Uh, yeah, <laughs> moving on. Uh, no Man's Sky, under investigation for false advertising. Uh, this is in the UK, not in the US. Um, yes. But if you go to the Steam store and look, they still have that trailer, uh, which is clearly not the game. It's, I mean, it is, but it's not the one you're buying. And I, I noticed this the other day. I picked up a game box I was uh, the other day, and... Um, I, uh, on the back, it had, like, art that was very clear. Well, it was a screenshot, but it was very clearly photoshopped, you know? And it made me realize that, you know, still on the back of game cases, they, uh, there's still a lot of false advertising just happening all the time, forever and always. That's my story. Yeah. Well, one of the things I think that's, like... five gigs... Vermintine is 25 gigs. Uh, I, is that that is play? many gigs. That is one fat-ass game. That, yeah, I see 25 <laughs> gigs. I'm like, that's all right. That's pretty much middle of the road. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, like, right well, the Gears of War 4 is like 80 gigs. Oh, my God. Why? Right. Like, battle, Battlefield 4 is like 100. Uh, I don't know. That game is like fucking huge now. It's 30 gigs of pure testosterone. No, that game is like 60 gigs now, at least. Well, it will take... Uh, it's downloading at like a, a 12 megs a second, so... Uh, by time... Yeah, by time we're done with the podcast, it'll be done, and we can play. Yeah, my Battlefield 4 is 60 gigs. Yeah. Anyway... What else do we got? Uh, oh, No Man's Sky. Uh, is there? Did any, is anyone play this? Am I the only one who played this? 
we just took your word for it, honestly. I took. I mean, I wasn't. Too. I wasn't really planning on getting it to begin with. So. No. Yeah. Uh, it's a great game to get a refund on. That's my review. Yeah, it just. I went. In, I was sad that it didn't have anything in it. <laughs> I went in with no expectations, and I was still a little disappointed. That's uh, that's No Man's Sky for me. I want to say my biggest surprise after seeing videos on it is like how shitty the graphics are. Yeah. The game looks awful. It's, yeah, it's not a good-looking game. That's for sure. Um, yeah. It's just unfortunate because, I mean, I wanted it to deliver on all of its promises. Like, I wasn't particularly looking for that game you know, that everyone wanted. But I wanted it to do well so that there would be, you know, a good stepping stone for other games of that <clears throat> nature. You know, somebody to take that idea and run with it in a different direction. Yeah, I mean, I think someone still might. I don't think that's gone. I just, uh, I think it's interesting, too. We've heard, like, nothing. There's been no official statement from, is it, who makes that game? What's the name of their studio? Hello. Hello Games, yeah. There's been, like, nothing from them. Um, well, if you want something in that vein, one of my friends pointed this out the other day. Um, there's a game on Steam called Osiris. It's early access, but it's essentially, like, Ark in space. So it's, like, oh, one of those yeah. survival-type games, and you go around, but you're, like, exploring yeah, Osiris planets New Dawn. space and things. Yeah, yeah I feel like um, Kotaku's been talking about it a lot. Uh, it's an early access. The engine looks cool. Um, looks like they're shooting some aliens in these pictures I'm on the Steam store page. That's a cool looking. I mean, vehicle. that's what you do in space. You shoot aliens. It's like a mech. You can get a mech. Um, yeah, mechs. I'm sold. It's mostly positive out of a thousand reviews. Um, it's twenty five dollars. <throat> I wait till it had been out for a while and. Yeah, I'll, I mean, for a game like this, I'd probably wait till um, release, not early. I, I, I don't know. I don't trust early access. Oh my god! Well, I, I, except for next is, card game breakfast, everyone buy that game. It's awesome. Game okay, done. <laughs> but um, like, I mean, it depends. Like, uh, some of these games in early access are basically they're kind of like the Minecraft thing. As far as like the state they're in, they're done. It's just that they're constantly evolving. So that's why, like, if you wait for it to come out of early access, you could be waiting. Yeah, and sometimes I feel like with early access, the, the that's all you're gonna get. You know, like it's not gonna get better. Because I, I'll hear defense on well, it's in early access, it'll get better, and then uh, it doesn't. Well, that- well, that's what I'm saying. I would want to wait a while and see how it plays out. Yeah. Well, the next, like, next. We'll just see, like, how active the developers are. See, like, how well they communicate with me, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just... that, to me, that's the biggest problem with No Man's Sky. They have all these issues that they have with their community right now, and they aren't communicating. They basically went dark after. Yeah, like their Twitter hasn't had any posts. I think like it's it's almost to like me to me. Knew. Well, no, it's it's. I, I, well, I mean, it's. I don't want to say that they knew it wasn't like premeditated. I think it's like once the backlash started happening, they just don't know what to do about it, and they just are hiding now. 
They, the problem is they're such a small company with such like they don't have a PR manager. They don't like have fourteen any. of them or something. It's like tiny. For shits and giggles, I pulled up the No Man's Sky Steam page, and oh my god, the the reviews. It's one of the only ones I've seen where the recent is just overwhelmingly negative. Well, I saw on Steam it dropped down to like a thousand concurrent players. Well, I mean, only- at this point. That, most of that's just people shit posting though. Like you can't once once the opinion of something downturns like that, those reviews aren't going to be anything but shit posting. Yeah, I think I'm just curious what their next game is going to be. If there is going to be a next game, and then how the world. I hope respond. it's No Man's Sky Two. Um, <laughs> no longer Man's Sky. Sky harder. Yes. <laughs> Sky harder. That'd be, that's it. We've already named it. Uh, Doom. Uh, this is really cool. So this is a group of people who uh, made a bot for Doom. I think the original Doom. That learns how to play better than you. It uh, basically learns your movement patterns and things and then becomes a better player. The problem is they didn't want a bot that would cheat and just automatically knew where you were on the map. So they limited things like uh, basically temporary memory and things like that. So if it that way you can't know everything. But, uh, yeah, it's just a really cool article in Kotaku. I suggest checking out Doombot Learns How to Play Better Than Humans. And then they, um... Yes, so it, like, learns based... It it can only learn based on what it can see. Well, they gave it a long-term and short-term. Yeah. And it iteratively learns as it plays. It's so neat. Also, it's very scary. Um... Yeah, it's, so here we go. Uh, the guy who made it took second place in the Visual Doom AI competition. Even though it did manage to have the highest kill-to-death ratio, a bot named F1 managed to get more frags. <laughs> so, like, they have these AI bots compete against each other, which I think is pretty amazing. Well, it seems like that when I was watching the video, it didn't seem like... It seemed like its main advantage, though, was just its instant reaction time and things like that. Like, it didn't seem like it was... Is just doing everything faster than a human could do it. Yeah. Faster, smarter, stronger, better equipped. But if it bleeds, we can fuck it. <laughs> Which is a good segue into <laughs> one of our next pieces of news. Uh, Oversnatch. So Brazers did uh, a porn parody of Overwatch called Oversnatch, and it's got a knockoff Widowmaker and a knockoff Reaper knocking each other off. <laughs> um, we watched the trailer. Uh, if you do want to watch the trailer, it is available on uh, the internet. Just Google it. It is not safe <laughs> for work. Uh, it is not appropriate for those under 18. So that's my disclaimer about it. Uh, it is porn at the end of the day. Um, Kotaka did a review of it. If you want to read it's that. All, it, it's also porn in the beginning of the day. It doesn't matter what time of day you watch it. It's true. It's porn in the middle <laughs> of the day. Uh, no matter what time of day or what day of the week it is, it is porn. That's a thing. Um, Oversnatch, uh, what it looked like is very, I don't know, I know it's like inspired, but it's uninspired, you know? It seemed like it was going to be very boring. Uh, Well, I mean, it's, porn parodies are not the uh, pinnacle of any I don't genre. know. So Speak there's for yourself, there's, some good ones out there. there's there's actually a company called Team Woodrocket 
Yes. And their porn parodies are fucking hilarious. Yeah, have so, you seen the SpongeBob one? The SpongeBob. Yes. Yes. Will make you laugh your ass off. Go watch it. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> it's, uh... Just so you know, those ones are actually funny. Brazzers yeah. just seems like they tried too hard. Wood Rocket puts their stuff out for free too. So if you just like Google Wood yes. Rocket and go to their website, you can watch just all their porn parodies for you know you don't have to torrent them or anything. Uh, so far, we can't find a place where you can um, like stream over Snatch. I mean, I'm sure you can find it if you look hard enough. Or go ask your mom to use her Brazzers account. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody listening, just, just go ask. She has one. Uh, Travis, tell us about this uh, Battlefield twenty one forty two revive thing here. Yeah, let me pull that up. Because I think they I think officially I'll... stopped support for it. A few yeah, years well, ago. when um, GameStop shut down uh, a few years ago, um, no, Game Spy. yeah, Game Spy, Spy. Yeah, Game Spy, yeah, when Game Spy shut down a few years ago. Battlefield 2142 died with it. And uh, for a while, EA was saying that they were going to like do some sort of update to bring it to where you could play it again. And then they eventually said, nah, never mind, we're not doing like, that. That's, that's too much work. That's more work than we thought. Too much work, too much money. We, we don't got time for this crap. So there's a group, uh, they're called Revive, which apparently they did um, a Battlefield 2 Revive as well. And you can just go on their website, and you can actually download the client free of charge and just play the game. You don't even have. You should own the game, but I don't think you need to. And EA seems to be content to just kind of let things pass. I guess like they're not doing anything about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's one of those situations where I, I don't know if they're selling those games anymore since you can't actually play them. I'm about to look that up real quick. Yeah, I think it's a smart decision for them to let it happen because I think it's only going to keep people interested in the Battlefield series. Um, you know. Well, that, that and the only thing they ha- that would happen is they would just get bad press if they exactly. shut it down. And it's not like these guys are making money off of it. They're not like reselling someone else's software. So yeah, uh, I, I don't feel like it's hurting EA. I don't think anything. I, I, they're not losing sales, so I don't think that this is. Uh, you know, I wouldn't qualify it as pirating when it's you know a product that's not even available. I think if anything, it, it, there's a chance it introduces more people to Battlefield, especially if it's free, uh, and then they can play. Um, you know, then that maybe they'll want to play Battlefield One. Yes, and I don't think they're going to see it as competition. They might, you know, you know, those lawyers can be there. There is a chance they say, "Well, we feel like it's taking a potential player base away from a new Battlefield game by allowing them to play an old one," which I feels dumb. But there is a chance that their lawyers will see it that way because you know, lawyers going to do what lawyers going to do, and that's but just I, people because they have to have job security. <laughs> well, the the one thing I'm worried about is that in some in some ways, EA's hands can be tied. If they don't aggressively defend their properties, they can actually lose the rights to defending those properties. Yeah, um, and that's just because of the way trademark law works. It's tricky. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, they they generally either have to like make an agreement with them or like aggressively defend it, which is kind of like um, when Blizzard shut down the um, World of Starcraft mod these people were making. Mm-hmm. They're like. We understand you guys want to make this. We have no problem with you making this. We just can't let you call it World of Starcraft. Yeah, you have to call it World of Barcraft. 
And um, I mean, like I think Blizzard did a really good job of it. They basically like talked with the guys and like you just can't call this. They flew them out to their headquarters, gave them like a tour of like everything, and then they uh, like it. Now I think it's called StarCraft Universe Hmm. is what it's called. But uh, yeah, they had the StarCraft was the world of part that they yeah. Well, because they put in a trademark for that already, I think Hmm. specifically. But you get a lot of situations like that. And that's the main thing that I can see happening to these guys. Is just EA may feel legally obligated to have to shut it down to defend their um, properties going forward. Yeah. Well, I mean, the good news is it's out there. So, like, if they if the client has to be pulled from the official site, you know, torrents of it might still exist, or the service, or uh, I'm not sure if it's house server based or whatever it might be. Well, the it's really just a launcher. Um, Cause uh, I tried downloading. They have like a downloader that'll download the game, mm-hmm. and I so I tried that and it bugged out or something. Like I don't know. It like got to the end and that gave me like some error message and then closed. But you can also what I just I own it on Origin, so I just downloaded the Origin and you can just point it to your uh, the actual game files and it'll just launch the game for you. I haven't played it yet to test it, but uh, I like that. I just like all right. Well, I'll download it on Origin instead and. I'm looking at the launch screen now. I'll have to just click play now. That's pretty cool. Yes. Um, so for 2142, like if it is out, we can do that? Yeah. The, yeah. yeah their servers are up and everything. Hmm, I might have to start that download too. I like the, the flight vehicles in that game, the kind of hovery. It, like if you download it on Origin. Plane and chopper. Yeah, I'm going to download the Origin version. It's only like six gigs, I think. So yeah, that'll take like two seconds. This new—I don't like this new Origin. So that's something we can talk about real quick. Origin Launcher did an update, um, and it's fucking weird. Um, it's taking a little bit to get used to. I don't necessarily mind it though. Yeah. Nox is the free game they're doing like this month. Game library. That's is it still? Doing. I thought Nox. I thought that was like two months ago that I grabbed that. Getting lazy, Origin. Yeah. What um, purchase? I have 26 games on my account. Well, let me see them. All other games. Nothing? No? Okay. There it goes. Okay, 2142 Deluxe Edition. I've apparently played it for two hours. I last played it in 2014. Yep, two <laughs> gigs. That's fine. I'll get that next up on the list because that's probably boring for listeners um what's his palmer palmer lucky has been giving money to uh trolls and to keep uh, just politics out of it regardless of what party you support or anything uh to me it's the precedent of just giving money to trolls um is i don't think that's good but the bottom line is uh, some developers have been distancing themselves from the oculus due to I wouldn't even say a lot of the time it's not probably even for what Palmer Lucky did. It's probably much more they're distancing themselves from him uh, just because of the bad press. They don't want to be associated with that bad press is what I think is probably the bottom line. Uh, for those of you who are familiar, Palmer Lucky is the founder of Oculus, uh, Oculus Rift, the VR. But he, he's not even involved with it anymore, though, either, is he? Um, he I... apparently had posted... Uh, a bunch of stuff on Reddit. Uh, uh, no, I mean, with he's not involved with the Oculus anymore, is he? Yes. Uh, 
Is he? Okay. I he's always he's at the charge. conventions yeah. and doing interviews and stuff about it. Yeah. And he's like I, I don't think he was now. part of it anymore. I thought he sold off all of his stuff to Facebook. No, no, no they just acquired it, but uh, they kept him on, so he's still... Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I think he's still the development him. head. Yeah. They're signing his paychecks now, but it's him... Um, you know he's still that he's still the the and he's still the face of it, which I think is the the issue with, uh, you know when you're in the spotlight that like that I feel like you kind of need to make better decisions sometimes. That's tricky. I don't know. I'm I'm not in his position. I don't know that I would. If I made all that money, I I really don't think I'd be trying to play my little cards at politics. I think I'd stay away from it. Uh, yeah, especially not when you're in, you know, in an emergent and emergent technology industry. Like when they have a pretty big competitor in the Vive. Mm-hmm. So big. I just think Vive yeah, is a superior headset. That's my, but that's you, my opinion. You want to make sure that you're doing everything possible to be as competitive as, as possible, so you don't want to drive away the people that are developing the software for your hardware. And to me, it just seems like. Why would you, there should be somebody in charge of PR being like, no, bad lucky, stop. But they they can't tell him what to do with this person. Yeah, they because yeah, he didn't do it as a representative of Oculus. He did it as himself, uh, just basically donating his personal money to this thing. I know. So it's I mean, you'd think he'd have a friend that'd be like, maybe you should do this anonymously. <laughs> like honestly, I think it's the developers that are like boycotting Oculus or being kind of stupid. It'd be like yeah. if Microsoft did something, you're not going to stop making games for the Xbox. That's true. Uh, yeah. Or then it wouldn't even be if Microsoft did something. It'd be like if Bill Gates did something, you're not going to stop making games for the Xbox or anything exactly. like. Yeah. I, um, I think because it's mostly an indie market, the developers that are working with Oculus to make these games are smaller. They, every, I mean, everyone, you've got a small studio, everyone's got opinions. And now it's easier than ever to vocalize. Yeah. Um, they, they think they're more important than they are. And I, I think that's exactly it, honestly. <laughs> We're going to make a stand. It's like, dude, no one was going to play your game. <laughs> You're going to be on the Oculus Store, people are going to skim over it. I don't know what developers yep. it was, but it's just, that's the way I'm imagining uh, it. I feel like they're probably hurting themselves more than they're hurting Oculus. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Well, I have the vibe, so I still get to play them either way. Yeah. Um, Oculus has just been making a lot of bad decisions. Uh, it's, I, I don't know. I don't know what the future of that thing looks like. Um, I, feel, I figured it was just worth touching on because that was sort of bigger news, but it's not really that big. Uh, Blizzard is uh, moving away from Battle.net, or Battle.net, the name. They're going to just call it like Blizzard.net, Blizzard Online or something. No, it's it like Blizzard, Blizzard Tech, Tech or something. Blizzard Tech. I like Battle.net. I feel like it's almost got like a pedigree to it now, you know? Yeah, it's... Well, I mean, it was like the first thing of its kind as well, like... Or one of the first. As far as like a net, a integrated network for playing games online. Yeah, I would... I mean, I'd understand if they wanted to get rid of the dot. Just instead of Battle.net, just Battle.net. Because that's what everyone calls it anyway. Yeah, um, and then making that like the official name, just removing the period. To my grave, I'll call it Battle.net. Like just yesterday, actually, I found my old Diablo One CD. Maybe oh man, up a little bit. Yeah, I actually have mine right here. It sits by my computer. 
Windows 95-NT and Power Macintosh CD-ROM. Why is it sitting next to your computer? Just to remind you of better times? No, because I have all my old, com- like, all my physical computer games are in this nice little computer game shelf that I have on my desk. Is Greg still on the call? Yep. Do you still, <laughs> <laughs> Do you still have that, uh, that Max Payne mouse pad? I do, actually. <laughs> nice. Right now. You're using it right now? Yep. It's not completely just like faded away? Uh, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like an off-ray. What did it make come out like 12 years ago? Oh man, it might be longer than that. Like 99 or something? No, it was after the Matrix. Matrix was in, in uh, two- 2001, yeah. so 15 years ago. I feel like it was like 2002 or 2003 was when Max Payne came out. 2002? 2001. 2001, okay, same year. So Max Payne 2 was 2003. Matrix was 99. I remember Holy I, crap. I watched the Matrix uh, when the ball dropped for New Year's, uh, when it turned the year 2000. I thought it was fitting. It had just come out on, on, on VHS. And, and for anyone who's confused, we're talking Max Payne the game, not the movie, yeah, which was no. 2008. <laughs> So the uh, the first Max Payne, it came, and you know, back when PC games came in those big boxes, it came with a mouse pad for the game, uh, which just has the cover art on it. And I'd had it for years, and I think I just like 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 Greg borrow it, and then I think I just gave it to him, and so he's still using it. Didn't you have like a WoW mouse pad or something you were using for a while? Yeah, but you yeah. just fell <laughs> you just fell back to the Max Payne one. I don't know where my WoW one went, <laughs> but you still have the Max Payne one. The, the Max Payne one will always be with him. Dude, you need yeah. to take a picture of that and text it to me. I want to see it. I want to post it on the cool domain wall so people can see this relic of times past. <laughs> okay. when, so when did you say Max Payne was, uh, Travis? 2001? Yeah. So that was a 15-year-old mouse pad. <laughs> That's back when before laser mice. That's when a lot of them still had like just the shitty ball in them and you had to pull it out to clean all the dust off. This mouse pad might be older than some of our listeners. That is oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's a scary thought. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> when the mouse pad turns 21, are we going to take it out to a bar for its oh, first yeah, drink? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> We're just going to pour beer all over it. <laughs> We're not even going to unhook the mouse. Sorry, Greg. And then just give it back to Greg. Here you go. <laughs> just, no, we're not even going to take it off his desk. We're just going to go over and just pour like a bottle of tequila all over the, the mouse. It pad. smells like booze. Yeah. Anyway, squeeze some lemons on it. Just with a little bit of salt. <laughs> it's great for tracking. Um, <laughs> players, <laughs> players celebrate as Star Wars Battlefront cuts an amusingly controversial feature. That's the name of the article. Uh, the so in, stormtroopers can no longer take their helmets off. Yeah, in Star Wars Battlefront, you could choose to have a helmetless stormtrooper, uh, and then no one wanted that, which so, makes no sense. So they put the helmets back on. Uh, and the funny thing is, in the patch notes, they said basically due to. A new stricter base commander or something coming in regulations that were previously relaxed are stricter now, so everyone has to wear their helmet. Like that's kind of the way they. Like, oh, they, they try they, to be like RP about it. Yeah, they made it like a canon reason why. <laughs> um, and I thought that was kind of a quirky way to, to do a patch. But apparently, uh, the community was really happy with that change, and they like everyone had wanted it. So, I, I think a stormtrooper without a helmet on looks weird. Yeah, a little bit. 
My, well, my thing is, if everybody wanted it, then it wouldn't have been an issue to begin with because no one would have taken their helmets off. Yeah. So that means there's like five dicks out there and everyone's just like, I hate these guys. I got something real quick. Yeah. Okay, so this Tuesday, there's a PC netcode update coming out for Mortal Kombat X. Oh, <laughs> nice. Uh, Our always. Mortal Kombat. Sean comes in with the saves. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta save those awkward silences. Um, uh, Gears of War 4 is launching October 11th. That's coming up soon. And it's uh, you can preload it, and as Travis had pointed out earlier, it's about 80 gigs. Um, that's going to be on next Tuesday. Uh, I want to play it. I'm probably going to wait until I get like a free copy with a new video card or something. So, I I only played the first one and a little bit of the second one, mm-hmm. but I hear by the end of the third one, you completely wipe out the lo- like the locust, the locust, the the, the bad things. Yeah. So they're gone, and they can't come back. And then the new one, it's a new type of bug person pest, but they look almost exactly like well, the locusts. Like, it's just like Halo, you know. Okay. Or Mass Effect. Yeah, you stop one thing, other shit's just got to... But they don't want to change the game, so they just... Oh, the new threat arises. I'm trying to think of what... Yeah, at, at, least, at least the Halo one made sense where they laid the groundwork of that lore throughout all the games already so it kind of made sense it wasn't just out of nowhere these just look like the same creatures except with a red palette swap yep that's pretty (laughs) much what it is Uh, you get old man Marcus Phoenix too I played the second one co-op I think with Reed and I think I played the third one co-op with him too Um, I never made it through the first level of the first game (laughs) Yeah, I did a lot of split-screen co-op of the first game back then on the 360. The new one, I think I just want to play it because... Not because I'm excited about it. I just Like, I want to get a free copy with a video card. <laughs> we'll see if it's a better <laughs> deal later. I don't know. Maybe I'll find a, a cheaper key and order it. I don't want to pay $60 for it, though. I don't think it's a $60 game. I would pay $20 for Gears of War 4. I'm probably going to wait for all Microsoft games. I'll probably just wait for them to come out on Steam. Yeah. That'd be weird to see Gears on Steam. I mean, that'd be great. It's just... Well, Microsoft has said they're going to bring their games to Steam, so I'm assuming they're just doing like timed exclusivities mm-hmm. for uh, the Windows Store. Well, so, yeah, because, like, uh, I mean, you don't have the Windows Store if you're using anything less than 10, right? Well, no, you won't be able to play them on anything less than 10 regardless because they, oh, the, okay. they use the UWP still, which uh, is only compatible with Windows 10. So what about Quantum Break on Steam? Can you only play that on Windows 10? Yep. Hmm. I don't know if that's a good decision. But, I mean, it's a way to push things forward, I suppose. Um, so um, but, like, Forza Horizon 3 came out this week. I'll probably grab that on PC once it comes out on Steam. I was I was thinking about it. It looks pretty good. You, you want to uh, get it on Steam when it comes out and start a driving club? Hell, yeah. Because Drive Club kind of went to shit. Yeah. <laughs> doing a uh, drive club VR apparently for PlayStation Plus, but the the Who, thing is that the company's out of really, business. Like, down. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, like how's that work? Someone else is doing it. I guess so. Uh, 
so Travis, tell me about this uh, digital homicide pulled from Steam. So where'd my put that somewhere? Got all these notes. I've been opening new stuff. Has all right. So the company Digital Homicide, they basically just make a bunch of crapware games for Steam. Um, like they've made a, several games, and all of them are like utter garbage, as far as I understand. Do you have any examples? And um, I would look at their Steam page, but they're banned from Steam now. <laughs> um, let me see if I can find it. Uh, one of the I'm games gone. One of their games was the Slaughtering Grounds, and it Sounds looked like fun. a game that was made about twenty years ago. Um, it looks pretty terrible. It looks like House of the Dead one. Hmm. But um. Anyways, they were basically getting started getting harassed by uh, users on Steam over how bad their games were. Why are people buying their games? Uh, well, the thing is, like, they're they're like these they're those Steam groups that are yeah. essentially like trying to like police Steam and like be like, hey, people don't buy these games; they're garbage. And eventually, I guess, like, some of the users went over the line and started like saying stupid shit on their discussion boards. So, Digital Homicide um, decided to submit a uh, subpoena to get the identities of 100 users from Valve. And um, Valve's Valve's response before the subpoena could even be, like, approved or, like, rejected by a judge was just to ban Digital Homicide from Steam. (laughs) 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 They're like, like, yeah, you're um, engaging in, like, confrontational behavior with our users. We're not going to allow that. Yeah. Praise yeah. Gavin. <laughs> I showed you guys the picture where I, I did. I I was at their office, right? Did I text that to any of you? I posted it on the our yeah. group. Yeah, yeah. It was cool to stand in there. I, t- I think I well, talked about it. Yeah, because I was like, Gavin wasn't there. The, the funny part is, like, I, the article I'm looking at has like apparently digital homicide. They're like, update digital homicide to respond at length here, implying they will bring a lawsuit against Valve. And I click the link where it says here, and it goes to their website, and it's just like a broke a bunch of broken pictures, and like this is straight up the worst website I've been to in a long time. Like, there's nothing on here except for a bunch of Facebook links. For like, it, it, it's like it looked it was loading like I thought it was like an image or like something, but these seem to be like flash or some sort of like plugin thing. There's no graphics on most of them. It's just the name of a game. With a G2A button and then like Facebook buttons, and that's all. <laughs> so pro. Yeah, I was like, yeah, these guys are terrible. <laughs> that the world is a better place for them being banned from Steam, probably. Are they, are they Russian? I don't think so. Are I think they, they're American. Are they zap zap? Less than three? <laughs> but yeah, it's. Yeah, they're an American video game company based in Yuma, Arizona. Yuma, Arizona. See, another thing I, I want to talk about was uh, that VR headset. Yeah. Uh, the IMAX VR headset. It's they're advertising it as a 4K VR headset, which is misleading, in that its its total resolution is 4K. It's like uh, like 38 something by 2160, 3840 by 2860, I think. Yeah, which is 4K technically, but that's the total, so like the per eye is half that. Mm. 
What is that and, compared uh, to like uh, an Oculus? It's it's significantly higher than the Oculus Revive. Okay. Um, the article I, I read was from Rock Paper Shotgun, and it's uh, a lot cheaper than either of them as well. You can buy it. I'm looking at it now. You can buy the headset for three hundred forty dollars. The processing power, though, because you're still gonna have to run your games at those resolutions. Well, it it doesn't support the same frame rate. It only supports sixty hertz. Oh, that's. Hmm. So um, VR, that's, that's kind not of, good. Um, from what I was reading, the main issue with this one isn't even that. It's the um, the the software for it's a little underbaked. It also doesn't have like the tracking that like the Oculus has or anything. It just has the gyroscope. Mm. So now they said in if they had to recommend like for entry level, they'd probably recommend this over like the Oculus. Just because, like, the Oculus is, like, a half measure. It's, like, this is, like, if you're, if you're going to go for an Oculus, you might as well go for a Vive. So is it out right now? Yeah, you can buy it now. Um, he said the, the visual is a lot better, though. Like, the screen door is, like, non-existent. Yeah. Uh, screen door is uh, a pretty big thing with the PSVR. Is it? Uh, yeah, I've the heard, resolution is just not it's, good. You can still notice it on like the Vive and the new Oculus, but it depends on the scenes. Like if it's a dark scene, you won't notice it, but if it's like a bright like white background or anything like that, you'll notice it more, mm. I believe. But uh Yeah, yeah, I like I I would actually consider that just cuz like I mean, it's more in my price range and for something like right now, like I wouldn't want to spend Eight hundred dollars on a Vive Gen One, but I'm willing to spend three hundred dollars on this. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the difference. Is like for a Gen One product, I'm much more willing to spend that amount of money. Yeah, for a lot of it, I just like I said, it, it's the software. The software is what's going to sell me on it, and I think that's what's going to sell a lot of people. I'm just, I'm just waiting for that. Well, it's compatible with anything that's Steam VR. So, like one of the main ones I'd probably be playing right now Table is Elite Simulator. Well, Elite Dangerous, and like, okay. so I, it's great with Elite Dangerous and things like that. So, and I actually own Elite Dangerous, so I could do that too. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, new video card takes priority over VR headset. Uh, I think for me financially, I'm gonna, that's well, they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, like for me, the the only thing I need a new video card for is VR. <laughs> I just like running things at a high, like a really high refresh rate on this monitor. But if you've only got a 60 hertz monitor, then yeah, like you know, makes sense. Uh, but like right now, I've started kind of overclocking my 970 a little bit. But it's weird things have been happening with Deus Ex with crashing and stuff. So I don't know. I don't think I'm going to do that anymore <laughs> because I've been uh, trying to play some more of that. So do we have uh, anything else we're going to go into? What games we're playing? I was also going to bring up the Star Citizen investigation that Kotaku UK did. Okay, yeah, let's talk about it. Um, apparently they did like a really long investigation. I haven't had a chance to go through all of it. Um, they just posted like two more articles a couple days ago. Uh, I read the first one, and the gist I got from it was just it was a shit show from the beginning. Um, as soon as they started posting stretch goals everything started falling apart. Yeah. Well, we uh, talked about this in the past, too. Well, I mean, but this is now, like, backed up. This is, like, everything we've kind of said was, like, speculation. Mm-hmm. 
now they've actually like corroborated it, like talked to people, they like have specific instances of what's going on there and things like that. Like, um, for example, like all the stretch goals, like they were just like throwing shit out there. They had no clue how to implement any of it. They're just like, well, we'll tell them we'll do this to get more money, essentially. Hmm. And that's how they came with all their stretch goals, with no clue as how to how, how they would do, do it. What they're promising. And then, like, um, one of the big problems, it got so big that they didn't have nearly enough people to um, work on it. So they started outsourcing specific things. So I think what was that they uh, started outsourcing, like, um, environments to a, another company to make. They contracted them to make a bunch of environments. And then just let the company make environments for, like, a year. Never, like, followed up on anything, got any, like materials back for them to test or anything and then when they got all the finished products they were developing on different scales and so all those environments were useless but they still had to pay for them like yeah the work was done yep and then um there's another one like where they would do things where they would outsource like smaller things and so they have like this materials coming in on one pipeline like i think like they're um, art pipeline and I think I can't remember if it's audio or it's like another or character designers were having to like keep up with that pipeline but they weren't outsourcing anything for them so their character designers were now like triple the workload and within like two months they lost all their character designers so like it's just like a story of terrible terrible management like Chris Roberts may be the world's greatest game designer that does not mean he should be running a game studio those are two different jobs yeah um. Yeah, it's just like, like another thing is their their game is based off a first person shooter engine, the Cry Engine from Crisis. Mm-hmm. Then they basically stuffed a flight sim into it, and then when it came time to make their first person shooter module, they rebuilt a new first person shooter inside that engine instead of using the existing first person shooter elements of the engine. <laughs> it's like. It's just, it's, it just seems like a lot of bad ideas. But yeah, it's it, it just seems like a horror story of game development from what I've read. And like I said, I haven't even read the other stuff. I want uh, the game to come out, and then I just want all the dust to settle and just see what we've ended up with. I, How long has this been going? Like, I'm trying five, to remember when I four years first I heard now. about it. I think it's been four years now. Yeah, because I backed uh, it initially. It was the first thing I ever helped crowdfund. I gave him just like 30 bucks because that just was going to give me a free copy of the game when it was done. Uh, and I fell for all the promises. I was like, oh my god, this looks amazing. And now like, I just don't give a shit. I'm like, okay, I'll play it when it's done. You know, It's it's uh, Kickstarter ended in November 2012, so it's been almost Good exactly Lord. four years. Yeah, because yeah, I remember it was one of the first Kickstarter, like one of the first crowdfunding projects i ever even looked at yeah and it's just it's gotten ridiculous i have a feeling they're in this situation where they know what kind of shit show they have on their hands (laughs) and now it's like how long can we perpetuate this development to delay actually releasing it (laughs) they're looking at no man's sky and going oh shit well, the long the longer we uh, can keep developing this, the longer just till we have to face the music. Like, so what was the uh, reclamation? Uh, which, Is that the name of the mod for to play? Revive. Revive. 
which I don't know if I, we talked about this before, but you guys, did we talk about the guy who got a refund on his um, Star Citizen backing? Yes. No. Uh, yeah, I think we did. We did. Okay. Um, he got like he got like a loot two thousand five hundred fifty dollar refund. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. So yeah, uh, he gave them a lot of money. Well, I mean, but uh, the, the basic idea was uh, in their contract they had a specific clause that said that if they don't deliver the game by a certain date, um, and they've removed that from their uh, agreement since then, but you're only held to the agreement that was there when you donated. So. Yeah. That, that, that's my problem with stretch goals on games like this, is like, develop, deliver the product you promised initially, then worry about everything else. And you don't end up with these situations. Yeah, I mean, stretch goals, I, I feel, are... It's a dangerous... Uh, it's, just, it's like just, it's just, just a dangerous... I, w- I wish Kickstarter was more along the lines of we need this much money, and once they got that money, the Kickstarter was done. Yeah, that's why... Um, they, what's that other one that... Oh, Wasteland 3 is using something different, where you're, as a backer, you are an investor. Fig. That's, yeah, fig. that's yeah, that's that's what they're going to be using. That, so that's interesting. That's what um, they use for Psychonauts too. I'm also not a big fan of established companies using crowdfunding. <laughs> like, this all right, the waste the th- three thing. Well, it's like it's like all right. I c- I understood it for Wasteland two, but now Wasteland two should be funding Wasteland three, not us funding Wasteland three. I agree. Um, but I mean, it's just it's it's not so different from pre-ordering. I guess is one way to look at it. Uh, I'd say it's a little bit different in that with a pre-order you're actually guaranteed to get something or your money back with Kickstarter there's been tons of these games that have just fallen apart and people are left paying yeah you, you kind of have to go into crowdfunding with a different mindset it's you are throwing money at a idea not at a tangible product because they don't have to give you anything for your donation. Um, so it, uh, that's why whenever people back something and it never comes out and then they're super pissed, it's like, well, yeah, I understand that you're super pissed because you lost money, but you also have to look at exactly what it was you were throwing money at. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's the early access thing too. That's why I've stopped purchasing anything that's in EA. It's just, it's, yeah. (laughs) It's a weird time to be a consumer right now. You have to be informed whenever you actually make decisions with your money. I mean, absolutely. If I could go back in time, I'd take my money back from Star Citizen. (laughs) They don't need it. Sorry, that was my cold medicine in inspired money rant i would probably also if i could go back and not fund them i think i would go back and not fund them because um well, when the I, initial kickstarter I they made I it sound like fun of it i can't make fun of it now because i've given them money 
I mean, I can critique it and criticize it, but I can't be like, oh, you're dumb if you backed it, because I'm one of those people. Well, no, it's like, you just have to keep in mind what you are backing. You're not buying a game. You're giving someone money so that they can potentially develop an end product. It was the Wild West back then, and crowdfunding. Different world. Yeah. Different world. My, my main my main problem was that like when we kickstarted it, they're like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna deliver around this time frame." And then since then, they've just said, "Fuck that time frame." Yeah, like that time frame, we didn't know. We still don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's crowdfunding is weird. This is true. It's weird. Um. So what's uh what's uh what games are you playing, Bucky? Me? Uh, I've been playing WoW. Um, yeah, I've been playing Legion, uh, Titan Souls, so I should have the first episode of Steamrolled up on my YouTube here pretty soon, because that was the first one I drew out of the hat. And I just got done editing that video. Uh, I've gone back and I've started replaying both Dark Souls 3 and uh, Bloodborne. So it's... I just can't seem to can't seem to get away from those. I just but, can't, I just can't quit you, souls. I can't, man. I mean, there's not going to be any more coming, but that's fine because I still really enjoy the ones that I got. Well, I mean, there's not going to be any more Souls games, but Bloodborne wasn't technically a Souls game either. There's still extremely high likelihood there's going to be something along the lines of those games, just not Souls. I heard yeah, they're changing up everything. Yeah, there's two expansions for Dark Souls 3. The first one comes out October, so I'm super excited. Oh, it is October. Yay! It's the spoopy month. Um, so I'll be getting that most definitely. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I've been up to. And I just got Vermintide, so I'm probably going to play that some. But they did confirm they're making an Armored Core game. Yes. Oh, they said yeah. they wanted to. Yeah, yeah. I'm super. They said they were kind of done with souls, but the that that little hint, like that's enough for me to get excited. I want a new Armored Core, man. I want one so bad. I want Armored Core VR. Give it to me. <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry. You're I, like, I want to be inside you, Armored Core. Yes, I want to be in there. I want to fly it really like too fast for my brain can't process it. Imagine a uh, Zone of Enders uh, VR. I want right in the cockpit. <laughs> I want. I want armored core vr to give me a, a seizure <laughs> i wanted to be that intense a uh, cool thing about the revive launcher for 2142 is it's got built-in uh, widescreen support so you it just it'll mod the game to have widescreen uh, oh, just, nice. by, just by clicking the settings tab you can click enable widescreen support that's a cool little cool little feature I'm and hoping... it turns off intro movies yeah hopefully you said it turns off intro oh yeah nice uh by default it turns them off yeah i um hope it has a unlocked uh refresh rate i guess i'll have to launch the most of world of warcraft i've actually been really busy with school and stuff this week so i haven't had much time for uh any other games yep i racing in grand theft auto 5 they're adding, actually, to, uh, Tuesday, they are adding biker gangs. 
No, you can make your own biker gang. You know it. No, but I can use guns. I don't know. I don't think I've ever used shotguns in that game. Maybe. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Limbo. Oh, yeah, it does. I I watched a playthrough of it while I was out of town, and it gets super fucking weird at the end. I watched a playthrough on that game back when it came out. It's definitely not a $60 game. It's weird, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's it's one of my favorite. Uh, I say RPG, but I use that word lightly because it. Oh, just wait. Each boss is a different sort of play. There's one dungeon which is a straight up side-scrolling platformer. One of them's a bullet hell. <laughs> it's weird as shit, but it's so much fun. I really enjoyed. It. Yes, I haven't started. Uh, I have started, started it, tonight. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Yep. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> yeah, that reference seemed a little out of left field. Um, did Did you catch the Jessica Jones reference in the very first episode? Yeah, it's like, what about the rebound chick that, uh, Pulled or put a shotgun against your chin and pulled the trigger. Yeah. yeah that's been out for a while. I think uh, over a year, maybe. Yes, it has. Let's let's not spiral down this existential hole of depression. Video games. I think that's everything I had. Nope. And I don't have anything additional. Yeah, I'm good. Lasers. <laughs> <laughs>